Welcome to Branching Out of the Empty Nest. We will discuss health, wealth, downsizing, making new friends, taking care of aging parents, traveling, retirement, and so much more. I'll bring in co-hosts and I'll bring in experts and I'll share tools and resources to help you on this empty nest journey. You can reach us on Instagram at Empty Nest Squad or on our website, which is EmptyNestSquad.com. We have new episodes every other week. So let's jump right in. So on this week's show, we were supposed to do a deep dive into preparing, making final preparations or organizing documents for your aging parents and possibly for yourself so that when the time comes, your loved ones know your wishes. They know where to find your will or your trust or any documents that they may need as you have transitioned from this planet. Well, in the course of of planning these episodes and booking the interviews for my experts to come in to speak about the documents needed, my mother passed away. So although this was a topic that I wanted to discuss, I wasn't prepared to handle this myself. And so we are still working on those episodes, but understandably, I am grieving right now and there is a lot going on in my world. So I wanted to give you those episodes when I have a clearer mind and I can go into a deeper dive with those experts. So today I just kind of wanted to share some of my thoughts and concerns as I'm going through this process right now and just wanted to just share with the listeners kind of where I'm at mentally and emotionally and we'll jump back in next time with experts who will not only go over the documents that are needed, but I'll bring in experts to talk about the grieving process and just trying to get your life back on track when you've had a major loss like this. So bear with me, audience. I just wanted to take a slight detour and inform you of what was going on and then offer my perspective and my insight as I'm now going through this process. I'll have something unique to add to the conversations when we're speaking with the experts about this process, and I'll be able to share with you things that are happening to me and to my family as we are going through this process. So I hope this will be enlightening and educational for you, and I hope that you will be able to learn from this and to make the necessary moves in your life and in your loved one's lives to help you better prepare and process this journey, this part of the journey. Today will just be a brief overview of some of the things that I'm going through right now, and we'll be back with the expert next week to go into more depth about the actual documentation that is needed. No one is ever prepared for the loss of a parent or the loss of a child. I think that is something that you don't know what strength you have. You don't know how you're going to handle it, how you're going to process it until it happens to you. They say that funerals and weddings bring out the worst in people. And I can definitely tell you from firsthand experience 
That is true. And it has happened to me both times. I lost friendships when I got married. And with the process of going through burying my mother, there are some family members that I really don't ever need to speak to ever again. And it was more than the grieving process because it it was happening before she died. So there were things that were there that I guess I didn't see or didn't want to see. And once she died, it made it worse. And I'm the type of person that I don't like anything negative around me. I don't like anyone negative around me. I live in a very zen world and I have to do whatever it takes to protect my peace. And so... That means sometimes cutting off family members. And I know that is a hard thing to do, but it's like being on an airplane and they say you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you can help anyone else. I can't be there for them. I can't do anything for them if I'm not taking care of myself first. I can't give them money out of my paycheck and my rent's not paid. I can't give them money so they can go buy whatever And I don't have food on my table. So I kind of learned a long time ago to kind of distance certain relatives. And I think now after this process, there are some relatives that I would like to be closer to. And there are some relatives that I thought I was close to that I really don't want to be close to, at least not right now. There is a process of mourning and grieving that I have to go through that I was not allowed to go through when I was around my family. And now that I'm back home, I'm back at work, I'm back doing the projects and the things that I love, I am able to have some perspective on that. And I am able to realize that I can't deal with them right now. I have to have some time away from them. Going through this process is like an out-of-body experience. I've actually had a lot of friends who have given me a lot of support. My friends have shown up. For me in ways that are amazing and there's no way I can ever repay them for the things that they have said and done for me. I had a friend who lost her dad so she was kind of going through what I was going through and so she's kind of like been a guiding angel for me because she was a step ahead of me and so she was able to tell me you need to look out for this and watch out for this and prepare for this and that helped me tremendously. I have some friends that have lost their parents, and because they've been through this process, they knew what to expect, and they kind of warned me about what to expect as well and how to process it and how to grieve. And I love the fact that my friends are still calling me and texting me and just checking in on me because they know me well enough to know that I'm a quiet person and I'm not going to ask for help. So they're calling and reaching out to me to see what they can do and see how they can help because they know that I'm probably not going to pick up the phone and just call them and ask them. So it's nice to have people who are part of your village who know you and who know you like that. As an empty nester, you are in a different phase in your life. And unfortunately, as we are getting older, we're going to have more people in our lives that die. And like I said before, there is no way to really ever prepare for that. Even if someone is sick and you're seeing them die, the moment that it happens, you're still not prepared for it because you are anticipating that moment. But when it happens, there's no way to explain it. And you don't know how you're going to react until it happens. The best thing you can do 
or that you can do for your parents or loved ones is to have things in place and in order before it happens. Because on top of your grieving and your pain, having to deal with issues such as if they had a will, they owned a house, if it has to go through probate, um, not knowing what they wanted for their final burial arrangements, not knowing if they want it to be buried or cremated, not having money in place to pay for a casket or to pay for the cremation. So those are things that really hurt if there was nothing in place before they died. And my mother was a type of person, she hated to talk about death. So she didn't want to do anything that would jinx it. She didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want to plan for it. She didn't want to do a lot of the things that are necessary to have done prior to your departure from this earth. But Fortunately, there were some things that were in place for her. But as far as ever having a conversation with her about maybe the type of music she would have liked or the color of the casket or the outfit she would have wanted to wear or anything like that, those are conversations people don't really think about having. And maybe it's time we kind of change the norm on that because when your loved one dies, You want to celebrate their life and you don't want to be in this state of prolonged pain. And so the more information you know before it happens, it's not going to ease the pain. It will take off some of that stress because there are things that you don't have to figure out. They're kind of already in place and that just makes it a little bit easier. There were a lot of people who reached out to me who always said, if there's anything I can do... If you need anything, and I'm not really sure how to handle those situations and those questions. So I'm curious as to how some of our listeners may have handled those questions or how they answer those questions. Again, I'm the type of person that's not going to call you up and say, hey, I need you to do this or I need you to do that or I need you to do that. But you do need a lot of support in many ways when you're going through this the financial support, the emotional support, the mental support, physical support, support in every type of way. I was taking care of all of my family. So my money was being stretched several ways. And then I still have a household back in Atlanta that I had to take care of too. So just being stretched, not so much just financially, but just being stretched amongst so many people, that was hard. And I felt like I couldn't have a breakdown. I couldn't show my emotions. I had to be strong. And so I needed time to have my breakdown. And I kind of knew in the back of my head, I'm not going to be able to process this. I'm not going to be able to grieve until I go back home. Because I have to be strong here. I have to plan a funeral. I have to coordinate the program. I have to get all these things in place so that we can honor my mother. Now that I've come back home, I was in bed for three days. I am still in a state of shock. I just feel like I'm frozen. And there are moments where I'm really sad or I'll look at my phone and see her in my contact list and just want to start crying. And there are moments where I'm like, I just want to fast forward to get rid of this pain. I just want to fast forward a year or two or three. Not that it'll ever go away, but at least so it's more manageable, more bearable. I started this podcast and this community 
because I was thinking about all of the wonderful and positive things that would happen as an empty nester. And this was a subject that I wanted to bring up, but I just didn't think I was going to be dealing with it so soon. I'm going to bring on a grief counselor. I'm going to bring on experts to help me through this process. There are grief counselors who deal with this and can offer some solutions or some support to help you process, to help me process what I'm going through right now. Because as everyone has told me, life will never be the same, but you go on. You get up every day. You take it day by day. You live your life. And that's where I'm at right now. But I wanted to build this community to offer support to each other and to offer resources and tools to each other so that we can deal with the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to being an empty nester. And as this was not a topic that is easy or happy to talk about, it is one to think about and to start planning for or preparing for so that, again, it's not as stressful. Any suggestions, any advice, any comments, any thing that you have to contribute that can help anyone that's going through this process, go to our Facebook page, which is Branching Out of the Empty Nest, and leave your comments, leave your suggestions, your tips, and it will help somebody. Even if it just helps one person, we're doing our part to make it a better world. I am looking forward to building this community with you and supporting each other on this journey And although this is a sad moment, it will get better. It will be different, but it will continue to thrive. It will continue to grow. We'll continue to live. And we'll have to continue to make each day better than the last. I hope this has been helpful. It has been helpful for me to get it off my chest. So I hope that it is helping and I hope that this podcast will continue to grow and continue to reach people and entertain and educate, enlighten and uplift people. And I kind of started it in a way as a form of therapy for myself, but I think it is a platform that was needed and I'm looking forward to watching it grow and Looking forward to helping more people, to reaching more people, and to growing with this platform. Thank you for listening today. I am Zawana Price. I am the host of Branching Out of the Empty Nest. We have new episodes every other week. You can find us wherever you download your favorite podcast. You can reach us on Instagram at Empty Nest Squad or on our website which is EmptyNestSquad.com. And I look forward to hearing your input. I look forward to reading your stories. And I want you to share your ideas and your stories again on our Facebook platform, which is Branching Out of the Empty Nest. Please take the time to rate us, review us, like us, tell a friend. And I look forward to sharing more insightful information with you next time and speaking to our experts as we go through this process and bringing you insightful information and tools to help you thrive. So thank you again for listening, and until next time, get out there and soar.